He was a poor student in school, which helped his father become president. I'm Richard. And I'm Gary. And these are our incredible stories. Hello and welcome back to all of our listeners from around the world and across the United States. We're so happy to have you back with us, friends. Go ahead, say hello, pass out the hugs, and uh, get yourselves ready for some great stories. And if you brought some friends along, we'll say welcome to them too. And if you're new and you saw what was going on and you thought, hey, I'm going to pop on in and see what's going on here, welcome. Uh, Introduce yourself because that's the polite thing to do. And uh, go ahead and have a seat. Uh, I'm sure once you get to know everybody, you'll find a few friends here, and I'm sure that you'll enjoy listening to our stories. And if you like them enough, well, come back every Friday because we've got some new stories to share. And uh, if you think that there might be somebody you know that likes these kind of stories, well, invite them along next time you come over for some incredible stories. Yes, uh, one of the things that Gary and I always do is We uh, search worldwide, all sorts of media, books, what have you, uh, and uh, are constantly on the lookout for stories that will entertain you. And that's our hope. If we can entertain you, then we feel that uh, we've done a successful job with the podcast. So I'm, uh, again, uh, absolutely thrilled that you're with us this evening, that you've chosen to spend some of your valuable time with us. And I think that you'll find our story a little bit unusual tonight. So unusual. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a previous podcast, we talked about Robert Todd Lincoln. He was Abraham Lincoln's son. And for our foreign listeners, um, Abraham Lincoln was the 16th president of the United States. That's correct. So Robert Todd Lincoln was Abraham Lincoln's son. And we said in our last, um, the last time we talked about him last year, that uh, his son seemed somewhat like a jinx um, because he was connected in one way or another with the assassination of three American presidents. And so people thought, oh my goodness, that's kind of a, a, a jinx. So that's one thing that he had going for him, but... <laughs> <clears throat> Sure enough, there's something else. Uh-oh, what did he do now? It uh, turns out that um, he was a poor student. And the uh, sunshine here that uh, comes forth from this cloud is because he was a poor student, his father did something which ended up putting him on the path to the presidency. So isn't that a wacky way to... Um, Gain the highest office. Put, put Robert on the way to presidency or Lincoln? Abraham is his father. <clears throat> so Robert is the one who was a poor student, if you recall. Yes. All right. Now this, uh, he tried to get into Harvard University back in 1859. Now uh, his father, Abraham, was elected president in 1860. So we're talking about trying to get in, uh, his son trying to get into Harvard a year earlier than that in 1859. So the Lincolns lived in Springfield, Illinois at the time. Abraham Lincoln had a uh, fairly uh, good uh, law practice there. 
Yeah. He had served in Congress as in the House of Representatives, and he, he was back home at the time, had a, a nice uh, law practice in Springfield. And um, he soon learned that his son Robert failed 15 subjects. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> that doesn't make a successful educational career at Harvard, I'll tell you. Uh, not very many places, as a matter of fact. So anyways, being the fa- a good dad that he was, Abraham Lincoln was worried about his son. Because of course, like, he was like flunking. All, like all fathers, he wanted his son to make good grades and obtain a good education. Yeah. You know, Abraham was self-taught, a self-taught lawyer. He wanted his son to do better than that, be better than that. Uh-huh. And and you can understand that. Most fathers want better for their children. Of course. Or the best, let's say that, for their children. So he um, made plans to take a fast trip east from Springfield, Illinois, and mainly to boost Robert's morale. Uh, you know, Robert was feeling down in the dumps over... 15 subjects uh, and failing failing grades. And um, <clears throat> Abraham was going to urge him to study just a little bit harder. So um, Abe arrived back east and spent a lot of time with his son one-on-one tutoring him so that he could get into Harvard and succeed at Harvard. Yeah. Now, while Abraham Lincoln was back east doing this for his son, uh-huh. he was invited to have dinner with somebody named Horace Greeley. Horace Greeley. Yes, he was a very famous editor, publisher, and uh, really a political kingmaker of the day. Okay. He, he's the one that uh, famously said, uh, go west, young man, go west. I think that oh, was yeah. during the gold rush, I believe. <clears throat> So anyways, um, uh, Horace Greeley was more famous than Abraham Lincoln at that point. And so um, Abe impressed Horace Greeley, and, and Greeley was so impressed that he arranged for Abraham Lincoln to give a lecture at the Cooper Union in New York City. And it was a good speech. It was probably better than good. Um, Abraham's folksy frontier delivery went over big with the New Yorkers. He made, Gary, a tremendous impression Oh, in New York. And as a result of that one speech in New York City, that one speech, Abraham Lincoln became an overnight political sensation. Wow. <clears throat> he was vaulted into the national political picture. He became a prime candidate for the Republican presidential nomination. He won that nomination at the GOP convention, beating out William H. Seward. He was the man who became uh, Lincoln's Secretary of State. Oh, wow. And he was also the one who arranged for the United States to buy Alaska from Russia for two cents an acre. Wow. Yeah. So anyways, Lincoln beat out Seward for the nomination. So think about this, Gary indirectly because of his son failing 15 subjects and having a really tough time getting in and staying in Harvard because uh-huh. he was such a poor student, Abraham Lincoln became president of the United States. Because of his son's failing grades. Yeah, because he decided huh. to go help his son, mentor his son, 
and get him into Harvard and get him graduated. Well, so unbelievable. I have other good news besides Lincoln's election to the presidency. Robert buckled down after this, um, and um, he became a very good student, as a matter of fact. Really? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he, um, he did quite well. Now, um, on the night of his father's death uh, at uh, Ford's Theater, uh, this is one of the reasons folks thought Robert might have been a jinx. Uh, he turned down an invitation to accompany his parents, and he said he was fatigued, and he had spent much of his recent time in a covered wagon at the battlefront, so he uh, oh. he decided not to go. He declined. Yeah, so this is one presidential, one of three presidential assassinations that he was linked to in that way. So weird. Yeah. After the war, he married a lady named Mary Eunice Harlan. They had three children together. He completed law school in Chicago. He built a successful law practice like his dad had, and he became very wealthy uh, representing corporate clients. Really? Yeah. Then, guess what? He served as the United States Secretary of War under President James A. Garfield, who, by the way, was one of the other assassinated presidents he was connected with. Oh, man. And uh, also under Chester Arthur. And then, under President Benjamin Harrison, he became a United States Minister to the United Kingdom. This guy is going places. Yeah. And um, he wasn't uh, doing anything but running around in failure circles when in 1859 when his father felt compelled to take the long trip from Springfield, Illinois, um, you know, to New York and um, I guess Massachusetts where Harvard is located yeah. and, and get uh, Robert on track. So uh, he became the uh, attorney representing the Pullman Palace Car Company. You've heard of Pullman sleeper cars on the trains? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. And when uh, the founder of the company, George Pullman, died in 1897, it was Robert Lincoln who took over as the company's president. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, then uh, in 1911, he retired from that, uh, but he served as the chairman of the board till 1922. And then he died uh, in 1926, um, six days before his 83rd birthday, and he's buried at Arlington National Cemetery. So how about that? That is something else. Huh? From rags to riches, from failure to success. Wow, he really, he really did do something. Yeah, something happened, and he really buckled down, and his father must have really motivated him. And well, when you're the son of the uh, Abraham Lincoln, but see, Lincoln I mean, wasn't on. even nominated as president at well, that yeah, point. Well, yeah, but I mean, he was a, an attorney. But he was Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, he was. Come on, and, Abraham. And so he uh, inspired a nation. So I'm sure he also could inspire his son. Uh, let's talk a moment about Horace Greeley. Um, that address at the Cooper Union uh, that I mentioned. Yeah, um, Greeley uh, urged his uh, readers in his newspaper to go hear Lincoln. And uh, he also uh, accompanied Lincoln on the platform because at the time he was thinking of Lincoln running as a nominee for vice president. He was actually supporting William Seward. Oh, really? And wanted Lincoln as the vice president on the ticket. But um, 
As it turned out, it was Abraham Lincoln who emerged in number one, who emerged as our 16th president, who provided over the United States in a time of civil war. That's what he does. And was assassinated um, right at the very end of the war so that he never enjoyed the peace that came afterwards. Mm. It's a shame. Yeah. But Robert, his son, is quite an incredible individual when you think about it. Oh, I'd say so. I would say so. Yeah. That's going from, to, again, rags to riches. Yeah. It Not really many is. people do that. Yeah. Abject failure to, you know, outstanding success. But really, how, how ragged are you if you can afford to go to Yale or Harvard or yeah. any well, one of those schools? His dad was paying for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe not, maybe uh, from upper middle class to uh, riches. Yes, yes. So anyways, uh, that's uh, another unusual story and hope you folks uh, enjoyed it very much. Absolutely. And until next time. I'm Richard. And I'm Gary. And this was an incredible story. 